vital part of your being how you feel about yourself determines how others will see you and determines how others will treat you so let me tell you a story growing up I wasn't the prettiest girl As a kid, I was so skinny and fragile. I wore these big glasses, and my mama used to have my hair so bogus. On top of that, I was extremely shy. By middle school, I was still not the prettiest, but by seventh grade, my hips started to spread, and I kind of had developed a reputation for fighting. So I was known. I'm not going to say popular, but I was known. By eighth grade, I was a C-cup with these hips. And a little booty. So I was 12 looking 16, 17. I became prey for vultures overnight. This is why I say it's so important to love your little girls. This is why I say it's so important for little girls to have their fathers in their lives. This is why I say don't just tell your little girl that she's beautiful, but show her as well. Growing up, I didn't feel pretty. I didn't feel like I was pretty because the kids at school would make fun of me. And kids can be so mean and so cruel. And that's actually how I started fighting because once I got picked on for so long and became fed up, that was it. I started crying and somebody was going to have to get punched. (laughs) Like, that's just what it was. I ended up with a boyfriend. I wasn't allowed to have a boyfriend, but of course, you know, kids sneak and do, especially when you don't have that bond or relationship with your kids. So y'all make sure y'all are the type of parents that your kids can come to about whatever. And you don't have to be your kids quote unquote friend for that. Cause I know a lot of people are like, I'm not going to be my child's friend. I'm my child's parent. I'm not going to be their friend. And I feel that. I do, but at least make sure that you are an open door for them whenever they need it. So I had this boyfriend and it wasn't that he told me what I wanted to hear or what I needed to hear. It was attention. I'm the middle child and the saying is true. The middle child is often the most overlooked. My sister was the oldest. She was eight years older than me and my brother is the youngest. So he's the baby. So you have my sister who my mama has to keep a close ring on because she's basically grown, but she still needs guidance and she's on her own and she has diabetes. So my mama has to make sure she's doing what she's supposed to do. And my little brother, who I swear is my mama's favorite, and he has really bad asthma, so he's sick a lot. And then there's me. And I guess I've always been this strong-willed person, even though I was shy growing up. 
I never got sick. She never had to worry about my grades. I was always on the honor roll. I wasn't one of those kids you have to constantly look after who was always in trouble. All I did was sit in my room, listen to music, read and write. That's it. So I didn't get a lot of attention at home. This boy comes along and he starts to give me that attention. I was in love. Didn't even know what love was, but I just knew that I was in it. He wasn't saying anything special. He wasn't saying anything spectacular. It was simply the attention that I was not getting at home. Since I thought I was in love and he was giving me this attention, I put up with whatever he dished out. The abuse with him started early, like eighth grade. The very first time we were after school, he had practice and I was a late car rider. My mama worked, so she picked us up at like five o'clock. So I'm standing in the hallway at the water fountain. And another boy, I don't even remember who it was. That's how insignificant the moment was. But he's going into the boy's restroom and he says something to me on the way in. And I guess he was coming out of the gym and he seen it. And he walked up behind me, grabbed me by my throat and pushed me to the wall and he slapped me. And I'll never forget, he had an orange sun kiss in his hand and he poured it in my head and I'm just standing there like what the fuck what did I do and he told me I shouldn't have been talking to old boy it went from there I didn't know any better all I knew was he told me he loved me and he was showing me attention and he occasionally bought me gifts years went on and the abuse went on and one day we were laying in the bed and I was talking about breaking up and he said you're not going anywhere if I can't have you can't nobody have you and I'm just like yeah okay whatever he said oh you don't believe me he went to the foot of the bed and he came back and he laid a gun on my stomach and he said like I said if I can't have you can't nobody have you and if I kill you I'm gonna kill me because I know your sister's gonna kill me don't nobody want you but me his favorite line was them niggas only want to fuck. You're not even pretty. They just want you because you've got a big booty. Those words were so detrimental to my self-esteem. It took me years to actually build myself back up from that. Years. Y'all hear me when I say speak life into your babies. Speak positivity into your babies. Show them so much love and so much attention and so much affection that anything anyone else says at any given time doesn't even affect them or phase them it's so important for kids to be loved properly and that starts at home because the world can be so cruel and it's only getting even more cruel as time progresses love on those babies and make sure that they know that they are loved from my mouth to god's ears y'all be blessed There were times growing up where things seemed to be too much, and I wanted to be anywhere but where I was. I wanted to be anyone other than who I was. As a child, I didn't know that those things that the kids were saying was just words. And as a child, I thought that those things defined me. And so many kids across the world think the same. Talk to your children daily. Let them know that words are just words and other people's thoughts of them are not who they are. 
those thoughts, the other people's words does not define them. Let them know that any given time, help is available. It's private, it's confidential, and their parents doesn't have to know. Call 1-800-273-8255. You just tuned in to another episode of Kendra Stories with Kimmy Crew. And as always, I hope you all enjoyed. Be sure to go like, comment, subscribe, and share. Tune in each and every Monday for a new story on a new episode of Kendra Stories with me, Kimmy Crew.